Tom Hamlin. Yeah. Is he dead? He sure is. Shut. Well, it was a knife that did it. One of you three, huh? There was only the four of us in here. Stay right where you are. cry of Hyo Silver as echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. In the early days of the western United States, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order. And whenever men gathered around the campfire on the frontier, stories were told of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness. No greater champion of justice can be found in the pages of history. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. We're on the trail to Deadwood. There's going to be trouble. Come on, Silver. Away! <laughs> the Golden Lady was the largest and busiest cafe in Deadwood Gulch. It was Saturday night, and the miners crowded three-deep along the bar, shouting, laughing, eager to spend their hard-earned dust. Every hour, the noise increased. But suddenly, from one of the rooms that opened off the balcony at the rear of the cafe, a man's scream rang out above the good-natured bedlam. The cafe became silent. A door opened on the balcony. Quick, somebody bring a lamp up there. One of the waiters hurried toward the room with a lamp. Then the door closed once more. Almost at once, the crowd turned as one man toward the front of the building. Sheriff Collier had entered the cafe. The bartender pointed to the room on the balcony, and the men opened a way for the sheriff to the stairs. By now, the whispered word had gone the rounds of the cafe. A poker game had been going on in that room, and sitting in the game had been Blackie Leonard, the owner of the Golden Lady. 
Tom Hamlin, who supplied the miners in the bench land with water, young Larry Lawler, who had made the biggest strike in the last six months, and Matt Sheldon, the political boss of Deadwood. As the sheriff reached the door, he turned to the crowd below him. Don't anybody leave here till I say so. Hello, Sheriff. What's happened? Look. Tom Hamlin. Yeah. Is he dead? He sure is. Shut. Well, it was a knife that did it. One of you three, huh? There was only the four of us in here. Stay right where you are. Joe! Yes, Sheriff? Send a couple of men up here. We gotta get Tom Hamlin over to the Undertaker's. He's dead. This place belongs to you. You better give me all the help you can. I could lock it up if I wanted to. I don't know. Still playing poker, huh? All right, sit down the table the way you were. What do you mean? Same seat you had. Where were you? Right here. Well, sit down. I was sitting at his right. Tom was... Tom was sitting here, my left. And I was sitting to the right of Blackie. The vacant chair between me and Tom. This one here. All right. Now, what happened? You want me to tell you, Sheriff? I was dealing the hand and dropped out as soon as I looked at my cards. All right, go ahead. Let's have this straight. Well, like I say, I knew I was out just as soon as I looked at my cards. It was Larry that opened the pot. He'd been losing pretty regularly. There. I'll open for a hundred. Between the cards I'm getting and the rates Tom's charging me for water these days, I'm going broke fast. I'll, uh, I'll raise it a hundred. I'm in. You've been lucky so far, Larry. What do you mean? The rates are going up. I'm charging you a dollar a gallon from now on. What? You in or out? I mean, give me two cards, Blackie. A dollar a gallon, Tom. Have you gone local? No. You can't wash out your gold without water. The water belongs to me. Take mine, too, Blackie. I'll take three. Now, listen. Before I'll pay you a dollar a gallon for water, I'll dig my own ditch. You might try it, Larry. That's not saying you get away with it. Who stopped me? Me, for instance. Tom's getting to think he's awful important around Deadwood. I sure do. I'm not taking a back seat for anybody. Uh-huh. What are you doing with your openers, Larry? I'll bet a thousand gallons of water. <laughs> Up a thousand. I'm out. Yours? And five thousand more. Well, there ain't enough chips to cover Just keep it. track of it, Blackie. Five thousand more. Your five and... Ten. Ten more? <laughs> That's what I said. 
What am I light if I call, Blackie? Uh, twenty cells. That's lots of water. You sort of got out of your depth, didn't you, kid? I haven't passed it yet. Forgot about all that machinery you bought and your payroll coming out. I'll call. Gotta. <laughs> Read them. Four aces. What is this? It's hard to beat. I got four kings. And an ace. Somebody kicked the table and the lamp crashed to the floor. Tom yelled, and uh, when one of the boys brought in another lamp, we saw him on the floor. We didn't touch him, Sheriff, till you came in. That looks bad for you, Larry. You caught him cheating, maybe, but you had no right to kill him. It isn't as simple as that, Sheriff. Mm. It was a knife that did it. Yeah, I got it right here. There wasn't any one of us that was carrying a knife. A knife's easy to hide. You can see that Tom was sitting with his back to that open window. There's a gallery outside, and that knife could have been thrown from there. Uh-huh. There's engine markings on it. There was an engine outside. He could have done it easy. Well, what's the use of cooking up a story like that, Larry? Yeah. He got a chance with the jury. Why not take it? You're heading for jail, Larry. Look, there's an engine out there now. He's right. Don't move, Redskin. I got you covered. Uh, how to raise hands. Reach high. You're under arrest. Later that night, the Lone Ranger and the Great Horse Silver followed Skulk to a grove near the jail. The call of a night bird reached the masked man's ears. And he headed straight for one of the barred windows. Tonto told him everything he had seen and heard at the cafe. And then... We didn't climb to the gallery until after the sheriff entered the cafe. That's right. But when you heard Larry suggest that Hamlin might have been killed by someone outside, you let yourself be taken prisoner. Ah. Why, Tonto? Oh, Tonto not know. Him not think Larry do it. The evidence is all against him. That's certain. Ah. You must have had some reason. Uh, one time, Hamlin take order from Matt Sheldon. Now water bring him plenty of money. Him not take order. Matt wouldn't like that. There hasn't been any open quarrel between them. No. What about Blackie? Oh, him works for Matt. Yes. I imagine that Sheldon owns a good share of the Golden Lady. You may be right, Tonto. I wish you hadn't done this. Oh, maybe Tonto make mistake. I can understand how you felt. It's only that Larry is well-known and liked in the gulch. He'd have a better chance with the jury than you would. Uh, and if we find some way to get you out of here, you'll be taken as an admission of guilt. Not right. There's no help for it, though, Toto. We can't let you stay here. They might hang you in the morning. Uh, where'd you go? To the sheriff's. I'll see you later. His name was Tonto. Yes? And you wear a mask. I caught a look at your horse, too. Hurry up. I can't waste time. A lone ranger. Well, I'm glad to meet you, masked man. You can have the keys and welcome. You don't believe that Tonto's guilty? Oh, of course not. But it wasn't until I got him over to the jail I found out what his name was. Then I had to go through with it. I figured you'd be along, though. Do you think Larry's guilty? Oh, I don't know. I can't make head or tail of it. I guess it has to be him. But I'd sure like your help in getting some real proof. 
You can depend on it. Here's the keys. Here's my gun belt. Your gun belt? Uh, sure. I can't just tell folks in town to let Tano go. Not without arresting somebody else. He's got to escape. I'll tell everybody you came here, got the drop on me, and took my guns and my keys. Then you knocked me out. I'll give you plenty of time to get out of town, masked man. Then I'll raise a posse and take after you. Uh, you won't mind that, will you? Not at all. I can't tell you where the engine's hose is. He came back to our camp. That's why I knew something was wrong. And he led you to the jail, eh? Yes. And there was only one guard at the jail. Joe won't make any trouble, but you'd better tie him up. If that's the way you'd like it. But you promised to help me in this case, masked man. You meant it, didn't you? Yes, Sheriff. We'll meet again. Boys, get in your saddle. I want a posse and I want one quick. What's up, Sheriff? Mask man just held me up. Got my guns and the keys to the jail. He's setting the engine free. Setting him free? We got something to say about that. Then say it with hot Walk straight ahead, Joe. He That's far enough. All right, Tonto. You, you want me to tie him up? These iron bars will do. Inside, Joe. You'll pay for this. We'll have to be caught first. You hear that? I'll bet it's the sheriff and the boys. You'll be caught all right. We hurry. This way, Tonto. There's a back door. It's closer to the woods. Uh-huh. The sheriff said he'd give us plenty of time to get out of town. You see that? But he must have left his house almost as soon as I did. That sheriff beat men. Yes, and they'll see us if we try to cross this open ground. Them right. Get here before we get to woods. We'll have to call Silver and Scout. Yes, Scout. Silver! the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. That one. There's King Sabi. Yes. It's an Indian knife, isn't it? Ah, Indian car handle. What does the sign mean? It means death. What tribe? You can tell that, can't you? It's Kiowa knife. There aren't any Kiowas around here. Them south from here. A long way south. Come on. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.